What's going on, everybody? Welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 474 here on Wednesday, August 2nd. Uh, let's get started here. Shout out to everyone that emailed while we were on vacation. Glad to see so many of you missed us. Uh, Gail, Brian, Ken, Sinks, and, and a bunch more. Uh, we'll try to get to some of those emails soon because some of them were really good. Uh, but let's hop into the news. A lot happened uh, in the last two weeks, particularly. Well, you know, <laughs> it, it was actually kind of calm, but also a lot was happening. Yes, yeah, sure. I don't know how to yeah. characterize that. Well, it's uh, there were. No new big stories, but new details. New details, yeah. Well, the biggest news was yesterday, uh, obviously, the Trump indictment in the January 6th witch hunt. Um, I mean, the charges are total bullshit. Just the names of these charges, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me? We're entering Bob McDonald territory. Or or conspiracy to defraud rights? Yeah, I know what the hell that is. What does that mean? Yeah. And so this is just Jack Smith being totally corrupt. Yeah. Um, and like you said, yeah, Bob McDonald. I mean, yeah, he totally railroaded him and made up a bunch of shit. Um, also having to do with McDonald's wife, but yeah, that's a story for another yeah. day. But yeah, these charges are total bullshit. And it's like, uh, the but the what, only thing is, what made it irresistible was the fact that this will be in DC. Yep, exactly. And um. You know, better be an ironclad case. It doesn't look like it on its face right now. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, <laughs> I mean, I I guess these people don't really care if they look like they're being driven by politics and any of this stuff. Well, no, at this, point, at this point, the corruption of the entire, air quote, justice system, uh, they're fine with it. Yeah, they're fine with being brazen about it. They don't really give a shit anymore. Um, the same thing they, you know, they added charges to the classified documents case. They added additional charges, oh, um, and and they even charged a low level Mar-a-Lago maintenance worker. Um, you know that's how deep they're yeah. they're digging now at yeah. this point. It's outrageous. Uh, it's a travesty what they're doing to President Trump. Uh, it was a witch hunt from the beginning. Just like uh, the initial Russian collusion witch hunt, yep, the hoax. Um, you know, like uh, like I've always said here, I think that their strongest case out of all of them, even though it's clearly a political bullshit witch hunt, is the classified yeah, documents yeah, case. Yeah, uh, but that's, that's the strongest even, one they got. That, but even that, it's total political bullshit. Yeah, like they, it's driven by. An end goal that they set before they started the investigation. Yeah. And that's not how any of this is supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see all of that happening, right? The total mistreatment and injustice that's occurring there. And flip that around to what's happening to the Biden family. Yeah. And how they're being protected by the Department of Injustice and the IRS and all the higher ups in the government. Right. Yes. Um, and the, uh, you know, David Weiss. Yeah. Which I love, by the way, when they say that he's a Trump appointee, he is not a Trump appointee. The way they get away with saying that, you know, you know what the situation is, right? Yeah. He was an Obama appointee. <laughs> right. And then but he, but it was only uh, temporary. It was mm-hmm. acting. He was appointed to the acting job by Obama. 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 Right. But then Trump gave him the job permanently. Yeah. Mistake. 
or maybe not in the future. Yeah, Who knows? Maybe not. But so far it seems to be a mistake, but he is not a Trump appointee. Trump didn't pick him specifically. He just let him keep the job. There's a yeah. difference. Yeah. There's a major difference with that. And so the Biden crime stuff, um, what I found and while, while I was on vacation, what I found to be a shocking turn of events was when the Hunter plea deal fell apart. Yeah. In court. Yeah. Um, you know, that's very rare. Like I was saying when we talked about the plea deal, it's very rare for a judge to overrule a Department of Justice negotiated plea yeah. deal. Yeah. Um, Any plea deal. Right. I mean, because then they wouldn't even <laughs> – they wouldn't even, you know, yeah. do this stuff. And so. the real – so not only did the judge have an issue with the consequences for – The gun charge. These specifically. crimes. Yeah. Specifically. Yeah, the crimes yeah. specifically. But for potential future immunity. Yeah. That's the bigger thing because they yeah. tried to backdoor a future immunity deal for any and all crimes that have occurred. Yeah. It's essentially a pardon. Is what the deal that's, that's that's crafted as a plea deal, yeah, right, for sure, right, yeah. and it wasn't in writing either. No, it was just a side, you know, side yeah. agreement. Um, and, and they, so and his and Hunter's lawyers thought that this was all set and done, and when the judge tossed it, I mean, well, yeah, they were having a party yeah. at the lawyer's house. Remember yeah. the picture of Hunter Biden's lawyer taking a hit from a bong on the <laughs> balcony while the while Hunter was there. Yeah, I mean, how ridiculous, right? Um, so the plea deal fell apart. There's rumors of potential Farah charges, right? Which is yes. it's uh, not very common, but very applicable in this case. Yeah, along with the outright bribery and corruption charges, um, and Joe Biden could get roped into that too. Oh, for sure, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, at this point, he chimed in on those calls, as Devin Archer said. So. Well, at this point, we all know that to be true. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you, it, but there was a lot of developments in this. Otherwise, you had the IRS whistleblowers. Yes, right. Which there was a lot of damning testimony in there about yes. how the higher ups prevented the investigation team from doing their jobs and getting documents yeah. and getting evidence and all. And that like stuff. David Weiss, jo Joseph Ziegler wanted to to bring charges. The uh -huh. cumulative effect of and he's a Democrat, yeah, a gay Democrat, and yeah, and, was, and, yeah. yeah I mean, it's just like I'm yeah. just I just put it out there because there's no way this guy's a GOP operative, which right? Is obviously, the smear that they were you know putting in the magazine mm -hmm. to go after this guy. But you know, he he, he was blocked, mm -hmm. shunned. Yeah. Um. And all the Democrats could do in that hearing was just you know, basically whine about there's no evidence despite there being mountains of evidence. And mm -hmm. what else is there? They were, they were kind of a mess. Yeah. That's kind of an underreported thing about that whole hearing. The Democrats were totally a mess. Well, and they also like they're fighting exposed and some they bad completely. Stuff. On the timelines too, yeah. it just shows that they don't read mm -hmm. this stuff. I mean, like, I mean, they had to, you know, uh, both uh, Shapley and Ziegler had to correct them multiple times. Mm -hmm. um, listen, this is what happens when you have credible and respected people, mm -hmm. you know, coming forward detailing the felonies that they saw while investigating this guy. You know, I mean, Joe, you know, Hunter trying to, you know, fraudulently claim that his. Um, Escapades with hookers at sex clubs were, you know, tax well, deductible. Well, no, he, yeah, well, that, that specifically, <laughs> I mean, but the funnier thing that I found was he tried to claim his membership to the sex club yeah. as a golf membership. <laughs> he did. I'm like, what the <laughs> f? Um, and then, so that was, you know, the IRS angle. And then yeah. now we find out from Devin Archer, who testified behind closed doors. Yeah. Um, 
I really wish it was public, but we're getting some good information. We're supposed to get a transcript in the next few days of what exactly happened. So oh, I think it's going to be all black. What are you talking about? Well, it's not supposed to be redacted. It's yeah. supposed to be all of it. We'll so, see what happens. Um, but we find out that we we confirm that Joe was on these calls, on these business yeah. calls. But they were talking about the weather storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and, and he just – Devin Archer just did an interview with Tucker Carlson, which just went live on Twitter or X yeah, or whatever yeah. you call it these days. Uh, but I like the X name. I think that X, yeah. it was – people were like, oh, we just threw away that brand recognition. I'm like, yeah, but anybody who uses Twitter now knows that it's X. Yeah. Right? It may take a while to get it into, you know – the vernacular and get people to refer to it as it, yeah. but I think it's cool. I like the logo change. I like the color scheme change. I wouldn't know. I'm banned on Twitter. Your yeah, fake account. We yeah. got to talk to Elon and try to get your account back. <laughs> um, but I think overall, it's great. I mean, I, I like yeah. Elon a lot. Yeah. I think that he is uh, probably the smartest mind of of yeah. our generation. I don't like the whole banking thing going through that app, though. Well, the idea is that I mean, I, I don't a know. lot of a lot of it is concepts which are never going to actually come to fruition. Well, I, I understand he's just an ideas guy. Yeah, and he's throwing stuff yeah. against the wall. But I could totally see him making. A well, push they for that. they want to make it like a cryptocurrency exchange. Yeah, which is fine if people want to trade crypto on there. Be my guest. Yeah, you know I don't do the crypto. Buy game. crypto. No, <laughs> no, not financial advice. <laughs> well, no, I don't. Crypto. Remember that guy Sam? Uh, what's his name? Bankman Free. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He got a whole bunch of charges dismissed. Oh, he got away with yeah, it. He yeah, he got away with yeah, it. Because like, he donated all... to Democrats because all that money went to Democrats. Yeah, they, they, dropped, kinda... they dropped all the campaign yeah, finance that charges. Was, uh, that was yeah. slid in on, uh-huh. on the Friday news dump, I believe. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, so Devin yeah, Archer, Devin that Archer. interview is on Twitter now on Tucker's Twitter. So you could go check that out. I, got, I haven't listened to it fully yet, but I saw a clip where Devin Archer said that at least 20 times Joe got on the phone. Yeah. At least 20. Yeah. And, and, and they And they – it so happened that every single time he called, there was a business dinner uh-huh. or some sort of meeting yep. where they talked about the weather. Oh, yeah. Get yeah. out of yeah. here with that. And it just so happened that Joe diverted his motorcade to a dinner where Hunter was at with a Russian. Yes. Uh-huh. Here yes. in D.C. And, yeah, I'm sure they just talked about the weather there as well. Yeah. Also, interestingly enough, that Russian oligarch was one of the only ones spared – from the Biden administration sanctions having to do with the war, yeah, very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, also interesting is how the uh, how the Justice Department pretty much engaged in witness tampering or in intimidation prior to his Monday testimony. Mm-hmm. Oh well, yeah, yeah. He, they tried to they're, arrest him. They're yeah. going with the, yeah, yeah. They're like you, you can testify, but you're going to mm-hmm. jail. And then there was like seven, what a couple letters had to you know clear that up. So mm-hmm. it's like, what the hell's going on over on the, over there at DOJ? And then we also find out something that I actually talked about. Uh, about a year ago, I think, but is being reported more widely now yeah. about the suspicious activity reports known as SAR reports. SARS. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, over 170 suspicious activity reports on the Bidens m- across yeah. multiple banks. Yeah. And I can tell you- At least six. I could tell you, because this is what my mom does, Yeah. Um, that the she said when you get- a couple of these. Yeah, you can't open a, a bank yeah, account. Right. Yeah. You get shut down. Yeah. So the fact that this was occurring clearly is a cover up, clearly yeah. special treatment. Uh and it's it's outrageous that the yeah. that uh they can get away with this kind of corruption, funneling millions and millions of dollars through the banking system uh just because of their last name. Yeah. I love how the Bi- the Biden excuses now have went from 
he never talked about business. To right? he's been talking about it. We, we've known for years that he's talked about it. It went from I never talked with my son about his business to I never was in business with my son. And now it's essentially I did not illegally launder money with my son. <laughs> Or now it's and then after that, it's going to go to I did not let my son sell my influence as VP to foreign countries. And then eventually it'll be I am the big guy. And the meme template, (laughs) the meme template that it's laid to here is the Vince McMahon meme where his face goes from like intrigued to excited to, you know, totally falling off the chair. If you've ever seen that before. Um, But yeah, it's. It's crazy to me how this is transformed. And they're trying yeah. to say – they're trying to gaslight into and spin this into, oh, well, this is what it's been all along. Yeah. No, not quite. Um, and the liberal spin on this yeah. is showing how dangerous this is getting for the Bidens. Yeah. Um, it's almost becoming like soft detective work. You know, like the people at Newsbusters who analyze liberal media bias and mm-hmm. stuff, like, you know, bias by omission, Barry Leeds – you know, calculating how much of a story that that makes Democrats look bad gets on the big three, you know, mm-hmm. that type of stuff, that sort of analytical stuff. Now they have to like maybe you know save you know stories from the New York Times like two three years ago because now the gaslighting has, has become such such a, a problem. Oh yeah, so much more overt. You know, uh-huh. like it's kind of hard to say. Well, they lied about this. Well, what, how do you, what do you mean? Well, just like that meme right there. Yeah. So that just adds another level of difficulty in us trying to like you know attract these clowns. But here we are. Yeah. Well, so um, you wrote a story a while. I was out. Mm. Why the FBI ordered the agent investigating Hunter Biden to avoid a key deposition? Well, <laughs> tell us what happened. Well, tell us what happened. <laughs> yeah, so, they basically he was he was supposed to. Give a deposition. Uh, Who was the guy? Did they have a name right now? Uh, no. Just the, 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 the agent supervising gotcha. the FBI's uh, you know thing, the hunter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was told to duck the House Oversight deposition. And uh, pretty much for the reasons you already know. <laughs> because he would have basically corroborated everything we've we've said about how, you know, a lot of roads led back to, to Joe Biden mm. with these dealings. So... It turns out we didn't need his deposition, but it was <laughs> yeah. I mean, we already got the FBI kind of corroborating everything with that FD ten twenty three report. Oh well, yeah, that was released too. Yeah, which yeah backed up everything we thought, obviously. Um, but now, yeah. you know, oh, sorry, and the FBI gave his his Hunter's legal team a heads up. In yes, December twenty twenty. Yeah. Remember, yeah. they wanted to interview him, mm-hmm. and the, the FBI was like, "Hey, mm-hmm. they're coming to interview you." So, yep. that type of unprofessional conduct that reeks of political bias, but you know, right? That you can't have that in the hands of Republicans, but that's okay. We eventually <sighs> found know, out anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, you know how all conspiracy theories that we have end up becoming truth. But, yeah. Um, you wrote a story yesterday which said it's time to impeach Joe Biden. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about that? Well, it's just. Let's go through the list. I mean, we already had little bits and pieces, you know, the shell companies that were established to funnel all these proceeds, you know, the fact that the IRS wasn't, you know, was hamstrung and meddled with by the Department of Justice Mm -hmm. regarding all the hunters, you know, tax charges. But that, that 1023 report really was like the bombshell. That's the smoking gun. I remember, and, and, and the first report of, these bribery allegations between Burisma and the Biden family was filed in 2018. 
So long before all this, this, this circus, you know, started unraveling and now, you know, Devin Archer's corroborating testimony that Joe Biden was in on this the mm-hmm. whole time. Now we got Farah violations. You got new emails, you know, when Hunter and Devin were both on that Burisma board saying, you know, how he was worried about how there could be a foreign agent violation. And the fact that he, that, you know, Joe was in on the phone, you know, in on these here, you know, these, these meetings kind of ropes him into that as well. Yeah. 170 suspicious activity reports with six banks. It's, it's, we're, we're, and we we haven't threaded the needle here, but it's becoming pretty what clear I would like that this see, family is just out of control. What I would like to see is the GOP grow some nuts and put together a video or an ad. Yeah, putting all this in succession in, yeah. and putting it all up on screen, and then running it nationally. I agree. And people people need to see this all together because yeah. this slow drip is when yeah. we talk about it. Obviously, we have all the knowledge here. Yeah, but the average voter is not. You know, accumulating all of this massive cumulative corruption, yeah. and we got to start from scratch now because this third indictment—it's drowning out. Well, isn't it's it interesting? Yeah, you no, look right? at the, yeah, you look at the schedule of the way that these things occur. Yeah, the first time Hunter Biden really got hit hard, indictment the next day. Yeah, the second time Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family really got hit hard, indictment the next day. Yeah, the third time that the Biden crime family really found itself in hot water. Indictment the next day. The yeah. IRS whistleblower test the first the first the first uh you know deposition. Whistleblowers, yeah. Yeah. More they, charges. They imploded the Ocean Gate submersible. Oh <laughs> Well Or they certainly oh, knew about it they, they from knew the beginning. It. They knew it from yeah. the beginning. They, they sat kept, on it for they, four days. They kept the news story in the news. Yeah. We talked about that. Yeah. yeah. And so uh well now a new poll is out showing how many voters would support giving Joe Biden the boot yep. if he was in fact bribed. What's that number? Sixty three percent. Yeah. So and it's and of course the the party breakdown, obviously like eighty five percent of Republicans want this guy gone like right now. Forty five percent of Democrats support impeachment. Yeah. That's a that's a lot of Democrats. That's a little bit of politi- political expediency yeah. there too. Um but it, does, well, yeah, it no, also sure. gets back to like, is this guy seriously running? Like, yeah. I mean, this, this the skeleton crew that he has for his reelection bid, mm-hmm. the dismal approval numbers, three fourths of the country saying we're on the wrong, on the wrong track, high inflation, the fugazi economic numbers. I think Joe Biden's probably the weakest incumbent president we've had to to you know to be in a position for reelection. Well, and that's and, why that's why my theory is that they're yeah. going to dump them. I mean, everybody, you know, knows my theory on yeah. that. Mr. Um, Newsom, step right up. Here's the thing. Two things I want to talk about here. McCarthy says, "Oh yeah, we're going to start an impeachment inquiry." Yeah. Well, when? We're well, waiting. Yeah, he says we're waiting. When, they, when they withhold documents, that's when it's going to start. Well, I say screw that. Do it now. Screw that red line. Screw you, that red line. They, Do it now. They, impe- they impeach Trump two times for bullshit. Yeah. One of them being to investigate the now clearly confirmed corruption of the Bidens. Yeah. Okay. Over a phone call, a, a perfect phone call. Quid pro quo. <laughs> yeah. A perfect phone call, as they yeah. say, which actually was perfect yeah. in hindsight, which we all knew at the time. Yeah. But these liberals apparently also can we not forget have we forgotten the fact that adam schiff because remember the democrats controlled congress yeah. he chaired the intelligence committee. he knew about the complaint before it was filed he knew the ca officer uh-huh coached him on the basically it sounds like he coached him on filing this complaint mm-hmm. because he had contact with him prior to this you know this that that whole circus and then he lied about it mm-hmm. so <laughs> mccarthy needs to get off 
ass and do something about this. Yeah. Um, I think there's more There's more than enough evidence to, to get things rolling. Oh, easily. More easily. than enough evidence. And then these Republicans who say that they don't want to impeach or wouldn't vote to impeach. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, I don't know what the hell that's about. Which I'm surprised that someone like Ken Buck, who I normally love, would say something like that. I mean, he's worried about the retaliatory okay, fallout. It's time for us to which, retaliate which against them. Which is absolutely understandable, but in this case, f*** that. Like, the gloves have to come Listen, off. this is the same thing that always happens. The Democrats don't care about the rules. They'll do whatever they need to do. Yeah. They'll fight dirty. And then... We finally get some power, and then we say, mm, "No, we're not yeah, going to do that." We still have yet to understand how to use institutional power to mm -hmm. get back. And you know what? I know some conservatives are a little queasy about that, but you know what? The other side ain't playing by the rules. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. So yeah. it uh, <sighs> McCarthy needs to get off his ass. Um, last thing on the Biden crime family. Yeah, you wrote an article. Yeah. Why Joe Biden can't pardon his son? Tell yeah, us why. Well, well, because I mean, first of all, let's let's let's. <laughs> he can't pardon his son because that's that's the end of his presidency if he does that. Well, yeah, yeah, for sure, right? For sure. But if he, you know, that's that's the reason why he can't do it. Now, why he should do it is because we've seen his mental and physical health problems. If he pardons Hunter on a variety of crimes, he has to be very extensive with this shit. Mm -hmm. By the way, not only does he keep all the money that they've accrued through these shady sleazy deals but it it neutralizes the house republican impeachment threat the liberal media can finally move on to mm -hmm. other things because this is now like a non-story the whole thing has been diffused jonathan turley actually wrote this he called it this is a washington happy ending mm -hmm. but he also said that by doing it he also admits that his presidency is over and we all know how prideful joe biden is mm -hmm. arrogant so that's why he can't he yeah. certainly could. He can do it right he now. Would, yeah. I but that would, that would literally be the end of his presence. But I think what's going to happen is when he decides not to run, because he's pressured not to run yeah. by the Democrats, yeah. then he then will. He'll, then he'll yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know, no need to go after him. This old this old basket case is out in 2025. So it's like, you know, mm -hmm. why, why even bother? Yeah. I, Which is still wrong. I'm not saying I agree with that. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But yeah. – you know, it, it does kind mm -hmm. of reduce the temperature. You know, we're, we're now, you know, approaching meltdown mm -hmm. if he does that. Now, you know, if he doesn't, as we are below, as we are recording this, um, there is a report of an active shooter on Capitol Hill. Oh, no. Unconfirmed reports. Um, they they don't have confirmed gunshots, but there was a 911 call made from in the Senate office building, I believe it's the Russell Senate office building, uh, about a potential shooter. So oh we'll see if we get any resolution on this before we wrap up the show. Um, but right now they are searching. Capitol Police are, are evacuating those buildings um, and searching for a potential uh, shooter. So yeah, people being, a, yeah, everyone's being evacuated all over the place. Massive response now on Capitol Hill. So that's uh, it'll definitely be a story. So yeah, um, what else do we got going on here? Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the Biden economy. Well, I knew you you I knew you you blew your stack probably with the latest economic report. <laughs> what I grew two point four percent. The downgrade. <laughs> yeah, the the economy's growing, but our it, it, everything's being downgraded. 
the, well, inflation the, is going down, the but G, everything, the GDP, everything in the grocery store is expensive. The GDP number is such bullshit. Um, and which you know everybody knows, uh, it's being driven primarily by debt-driven spending on consumer credit. So how is that going to go in the future? Not great. Um, then you go further down the list. The inflation numbers obviously are total bullshit. Mm-hmm. They say inflation's going down. No, that's not the case. Inflation is still going up. And cumulative, we're getting close to 20% now in the Biden administration over the last two plus years. So uh, inflation only goes down, air quote, when the deflation happens, meaning mm. prices are going down. That's not mm. happening. Prices are still going way up. And in many cases, on the most core vital needs, housing, fuel, energy, gas prices are way up again. So don't tell me inflation's going down, right? This is Bidenomics. Yeah. Bidenomics. Bidenomics. Uh, best. The other day, Kamala said most Americans are $400 away from bankruptcy. Yeah, because of you. <laughs> because of your administration destroying our great economy. Um, all they had to do to the economy was do nothing and then it would recover from COVID, right? Yeah. But instead, they passed multiple trillions and trillions and trillions in spending. They slapped a ton of regulations into place and they caused the inflation, which then caused uh, hikes in interest rates, which now is going to inevitably have to damage the economy to get us back into, you know, the the grooves yeah. where we need to be. Get us back on track. And so that's a total mess. And the idea that they're running on Bidenomics to me is just totally insane. Um his approval rating on the economy is in the high 20s. It's like 29. Yeah, it's not good. So I'm not sure why they're leaning into it. But the, uh, the the one thing I really wanted to talk about here, you know, consumer confidence is dumping the economy overall in shambles. Nobody's got savings. Credit card is at record high. Uh, real wages are negative against inflation. There's layoffs. The job market is shrinking. So the, the, you could go on and on and on about this. But the commercial real estate bubble. Yeah, yeah. Because – Remember, I talked about this months and months and months ago. Yes, you did. Notice how it's becoming mainstream now. People are talking about it. Prepare for the commercial real estate Armageddon. It's making it into mainstream news headlines. It's getting closer and closer. Look at San Francisco. Their commercial real estate is down 50 to 70%. Yeah. Okay. Strategic foreclosure is becoming a thing. Oh, yeah. And now other cities aren't going to see 70%. San Francisco is seeing that because of a perfect storm of, you know, Remote work for tech companies. The city's ridden with crime, so companies are leaving in mass. You know that's that's a special situation. But you look at places like here in in Northern Virginia, commercial real estate's looking at a thirty to forty percent drop, and that's going to be the average across the country, right? So when you look at these banks that are over leveraged and have massive commercial real estate holdings, they're quickly going to become insolvent when this crisis and this this hurricane a lot of people's really pensions are going to be wiped out soon. Among other things. Well, I don't know about pensions. Pensions well, are they started to invest in these they call yeah, alternative. Yeah. But remember, uh, we we talked a little bit about it a couple weeks ago. A lot of them are dumping it at major losses already. Oh god! In order to avoid well, to a total avoid wipeout, a wipeout. Right? Yeah, which yeah. which it, you know smart management. Yeah. Um, but the stock market's certainly going to take a hit when these banks start collapsing yeah. and these commercial real estate management companies start collapsing. Um, dude, it's going to be bailout again. I'm sure. It's going yeah, to be I'm sure. I mean, the Fed, two, it's going to take decades. I mean, I mean, New York apparently is going to take decades to recover. It still has. It's never going to recover. Yeah. Um, oh, 
they're what they'll do is yeah. they'll convert they'll convert commercial real estate yeah. into residential, which is actually a good plan. Yeah, uh, you know that that needs to happen across the board because yeah. if there's one area that where there is a squeeze, it's a residential market because demand for housing, right? So they could make good use of it. Um, but here, the, the vacancy rates on commercial real estate is through the roof, and it's only going to get worse as the economy shifts more towards uh, remote employees. Um, you know, no longer do you need an office. A lot of these companies are realizing, well, we don't need the overhead of a thirty thousand dollar a month lease for commercial real estate in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Um, it's only going to escalate and 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 accelerate. Um, but the other day, I forget who it was. It was one of the local communities, a regional community bank, right? Uh, the CEO said this is a Category Five hurricane looming. Yeah. For regional, you know, mid-size level banks. The large banks, they'll never be allowed to fail. Mm. But the, the mid-size banks and small banks, yeah. you know, they'll they're going to get gobbled up and yeah. bailed out and sold and off to the highest bidder yeah. at, you know, five cents on the dollar. So um, that's Bidenomics for you. It's it's causing the, the the shift in our economy is going to be permanent. From this. Yeah, I think so. And like you said, the downgrade. So what you're what you're referring to is the Fitch downgrade yeah. um, of the US credit from AAA to AA plus. In general, credit ratings are pretty fugazi business as it is. Um the credit rating agencies actually were primarily responsible for the 2008 financial crisis because they were rating junk mortgages putting them all together into one big CDO, a collateralized debt obligation, and rating what should be C-level shit, AA and AAA. And they were selling it off to the banks. The banks thought that this, oh, yeah, this is super safe. This is all all A-level shit. And then then riskier mortgage deals were given to homeowners. Right, and then they bundled those all together. And then they sold sold trades on those trades. And it, it all, you know, pancaked yeah. together, right? Yeah. But all of it was because they were faking ratings yeah. because they weren't actually looking at the numbers and they weren't modeling correctly on what would happen if conditions of the economy and interest rates and all that stuff changed. And so that's when they got, you know, it's the same idea here where this credit rating change is a little fugazi. Um, it's having some negative impact on the markets, but overall, it's not going to really change a whole lot. Uh, a lot of the debt is nationally held anyway. Um, you know, we're running up trillions of dollars of debt here. But th- the only reason I bring this up is because th- this is a precursor for what could happen further down the line. Yeah. If all of the credit agencies start downgrading us past AA, you know, down into the Bs, then it's going to be very hard for the U.S. to draw and 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 essentially rack up more debt yeah. and especially at lower interest rates. So we could quickly find ourselves in a situation where theoretically they, the U S government couldn't run up more debt because the faith and good credit of the United States is broken. But this is why I always worry about our GDP debt percentage, right? The more debt we run up, eventually the roosters or the chickens are going to come home to roost, right? That's the same. <laughs> yeah, it is. Whatever. The yeah, you know yeah, what I yeah, mean. I know. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to be. <laughs> so. It's like that Alice in Chains song, Rooster. <laughs> we have to get 
our economic house in order. Yeah. We cannot keep running up trillion-dollar deficits year after year after year. Eventually, the consequences are going to rape us. That's what's going to happen. Yeah, that's to me. And yeah. so you're already seeing some of that now being passed on you know, through inflation and things like that. But if if we get to the point where – you know, hyperinflation hits, the U.S. can't draw more credit, then we're just finished. Yeah. It's over. Um, so there is some worrying things with that. You know, it's not the end of the world that we went from AAA to AA plus. Not a good sign. Hasn't really happened. The Democrats are going to use it to attack Republicans. The Republicans are going to use it to attack we, Democrats. Were we downgraded under Obama? Yeah, and they send it back. Yeah, right? it happens. It's really a political statement. Yeah. Um, but you know, and but that's what go, the, the whole sequester stuff, going, right? Go, yeah, around that time, yeah, yeah. The, that was around a debt deal as yeah, well. Remember, yeah, yeah. going back the to the debt cliff. deal. This is why I said we can't really play around with the debt ceiling, um, because when you take it to the edge, and they really did take it to the edge this time, there becomes a level of doubt in in whether you really are going to be good for it at the end yeah. of the day. And I mean, it's all hypothetical theoretical bullshit but that's why it does actually matter so yeah um what else we got here smorgasbord segment the mitch mcconnell health episode yeah so i'm sure everyone's aware of it now the memes have been spectacular yeah um he lost his train of thought everyone knows how i feel about mitch mcconnell's age and his effectiveness as the leader of our party in the senate um he should retire from his job as leader. He should stay in the Senate for now. And the reason for that is there is a Democrat governor in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, so he's a little bit boxed in there. I get yeah. that. But there's no reason that he needs to retain the minority leadership for the Republicans in the Senate because guess what? He's not going to uh, – he can't run the next election. No. Um, so it's time to let some new blood in. And yeah, the new blood all sucks. John Cornyn, total piece of shit. Really, the only one I can think of is Thune that could potentially garner part, you know, a majority of the caucus support. Really, I'd love to see a firebrand in there, someone like Rand Paul, but that's not going to happen. The votes yeah. for that aren't going to exist. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've or, talked or, about or that. Mike Lee. Yeah, it's, but that's just, you know, that's a yeah. pipe dream for yes, actual conservatives. It is. It is. Um, I know how some people are saying, well, you know, I mean, if. Uh, yeah. I don't know why the liberal media was kind of harping on that for a couple hours because it's like, yeah, we all agree he's too old to do the job. Mm-hmm. Doesn't help your point about Joe Biden <laughs> and his health problems, you know? Well, yeah. In fact, yeah. it shows that Mitch McConnell's smarter. He, he mm-hmm. <laughs> He's not president. He, he opted not to do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, luckily he's he's moved past it. He's just listen. He just had a little, you know, brain malfunction. It happens. Well, he's, he's old, man. He's yeah. old. He also collapsed at the airport prior to that. But just mm-hmm. you know, when you get that old, you have little episodes. He really, he really should retire. Well, yeah, Although he, he has pro- he has been one of our finest. Uh, of course, le- I'll le- give him you know legislative give him plenty of credit. You know, there's been times we've hated him. Yeah, in general, he nobody has, bats a thousand. In we general, he has that. come through. You know, the Senate generally is more establishment rhino always. Like yeah. that's, you know, that's well, just that's how it's going to go. That's, that's the tradition. That, that's yeah. the ethos yeah. of the institution. There's like know? 10 good senators. Yeah. Maybe 10. Maybe 10. Um, it's like that scene in the West Wing. We'll start with our friends and then we'll go to the other 98. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
So we'll see. I, I don't want him to full blown retire, retire. No, we can't. Because we can't have a Democrat. And, and, and Andy Bashir is going to win, win re-election this November in a landslide, which is unfortunate. Um, he's kind of a conservative-ish Democrat. Yeah, he would still pick a Democrat. Still obviously. a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I do like David or Cameron. What's the guy's name? What's the guy's first name? Yeah, the, the uh, Cameron. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah. the AG. Yeah. Um, which is weird that Kentucky even has a Democrat governor, but whatever. Um, well, Matt Bevin really wasn't. They do uh, some weird shit Matt, down there. You, you know? really kind of have to f- mm-hmm. up down there. Same thing with Louisiana. Like you know, mm-hmm. uh, John Bell Edwards, he's term limited, but he's he's a conservative Democrat. Yeah, who's governor? That's because David Vitter had a ton of baggage, man. Remember, he got he was involved with the DC madam. Mm-hmm. All that mm-hmm. juicy stuff came out. Yeah, didn't mind him as a senator though, but I mean, he decided to run for governor and he lost. So yeah, I mean, I'm happy Mitch is okay, but not great. What's going on there? You know who's not okay? The New Jersey lieutenant governor. Ooh, dark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this is a really interesting story. So uh, starting last Friday, uh, Lieutenant Governor New Jersey, Sheila Oliver, had been the acting governor because Phil Murphy's on vacation in Italy for multiple weeks. Well, on Sunday, she got admitted to the hospital, and then the Senate president of New Jersey took over as acting governor. Well, she died yesterday, yeah. the lieutenant governor, Sheila Oliver, uh, who, you know, really was a terrible person, but, yeah. you know, whatever. May she rest in peace. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, so, yeah, now the Senate president is still the acting he's, governor of New Jersey. He's Lord Protector of New Jersey. I love – and he's a real corrupt piece of shit too. Yeah. I love how Phil Murphy releases this long statement, you know, whatever, rest in peace, Sheila yeah, Oliver, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Nowhere does he say he's coming back from his two week vacation to Italy. Or three week three week vacation to Italy. He's like, Yeah, basically I'll still be back on yeah. the fourteenth. Good no, luck. I'm back. <laughs> what a piece of shit. I'll stay here in Santorini. Yeah. Um while we were out, the Senate was voting on uh, the National Defense Authorization Act, the NDAA. And of course, one of the only good senators in there. Senator Rand Paul introduced the amendment that would, quote, make it clear that it is the sense of Congress that Article 5 of NATO does not supersede the constitutional requirement that Congress declare war before the United States engages in war. Very simple. Yeah. It's what the Constitution says. Yeah. Right? Just because Article 5 were to be invoked doesn't mean we doesn't have Doesn't mean to. it's automatic. Yeah. Congress would still have yeah, to vote. This isn't to the European work. Union. We don't, we, don't, yep. we, don't, we don't take orders from Brussels you know, well, like uh, the EU nations do. Like you know. So, interestingly enough, you want to take a guess how many senators voted to agree with that statement? Not many. Yeah, sixteen total. Yeah, out of a hundred. Of course, Rand Paul being one of them. This list is a pretty good crew of people here in general. Um, Senators Mike Braun, Ted Cruz, Steve Daines, Bill Hagerty, Josh Hawley, Ron Johnson, John Kennedy, James Lankford, Mike Lee, Cynthia Lummis, Loomis, Lummis, I always f*** her name. Uh, Hummus? She's from Wyoming. Yeah. yeah. Hummus? Roger, Mo- who's the other senator from Wyoming? I See? don't know. You don't even know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roger Marshall. Is it Crapo? 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 Oh, no, he's Idaho. No, he's Idaho, yeah. yeah. Somewhere out there. Um, Roger Marshall, Marco Rubio, Eric Schmidt, Tommy Tuberville, 
and coach and yeah. JD Vance. So they're like I was saying, I'd say probably out of that list, I I like ten of them. But this sixteen is really the only conservatives. Yeah, I mean that's that's what we're working with here. Um, I want to save that story for a little bit later. Uh, Lowe's employee assaulted while trying to stop shoplifters. Yes. Guess what Lowe's did to reward her? You're fired. Yep. Yep. Because it goes against their company policy of stopping yeah, shoplifters. Well, God. maybe if you didn't have a company policy of stopping shoplifters, you wouldn't get robbed all the time. Yeah. Retards. Um, it's not like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, candy. The same thing happened you know, at like Lululemon. That, that, that shit's expensive. The same thing happened at Lululemon recently, too. Yeah. Uh, they fired the employee. I'm like, what yeah. the f***? Um, the power tools. If I worked, market value. If I worked uh, retail... I'd be packing all the time, yeah. packing that heat, <laughs> and guess what? I'd probably have shot. You would have shot a couple, of, shot a couple yeah. of them. Right yeah. now. <laughs> um, I would have put a warning shot in the air for sure. Um, a desk pop. Yeah, desk pop. Yeah. Uh, you had been all over this story. UPS avoiding the strike. Yeah. Oh, uh, what happened to get a deal there? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. I mean. The first being that all new delivery cars are going to be air conditioned starting in 2024. Increased pension, increased health benefits, increased salaries, specifically the part timers who now are paid $21 an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but you know, July 31st was when the contract was up and we were on the verge of a catastrophic uh, labor strike if if nothing was agreed to i mean and then UP- at the last minute yeah they have an agreement <laughs> yeah classic um, you know the ups employs over 540,000 people of that 340,000 are teamsters drivers mm-hmm. so this would have been a disaster um you know they got it they got it they listen we averted a strike but now in september there's another strike the united auto workers union mm-hmm. is uh considering striking so a lot of strikes happening um yeah well guess what the economy sucks yeah and so these unions now are all uh they're having issues i mean it's it's pretty simple um it's simple to understand why they want more money and i mean i don't always necessarily agree with them but things cost more yeah Uh, real wages are lagging in major negative percentage so you know, yeah. sometimes now the ones I don't agree with are the Hollywood strikes, right? Yeah. Now yeah. for blue collar workers, I can understand it. I don't yeah. really like unions, um, but for you know UPS workers, they have tough jobs. Yeah, tough job. Uh, yeah, and you working know, in the heat, yeah. moving thousands of pounds of yeah. shit. It's not a desk job. No, it's not. Right? It's not, and it's not being a Hollywood writer or actor. No. So that's where I draw the things. line. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I can't. I mean, I'm not. Yeah, I'm the same as you. Like, I, I kind of was leaning with the workers on this one. I mean, those guys needed a, a little bump, and um, yeah, they do hard work. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times you know. We, I mean, look at that down here, dude. The UPS drivers. Are, I mean, it looks like half of them looks like they're about to have cardiac arrest when they deliver packages to the house. Yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, it is a health hazard. Yeah. I mean, it is heat exhaustion, and they got to drive that. You know, like, um. So I'm, I'm just glad there's a deal, and we were. You know, spared. Uh, it could have been a very lively event, however. Um, 
Uh, that would have yeah, been I a mean, hell of a labor strike. Everything would have been ground to a halt. But hey, I, I prefer to have my shit delivered. Yeah. No, so <laughs> hey, listen, the team. Well, hey, next stop is the Amazon drivers. That's what the Teamsters really is. That what's yeah, uh, well, that's that's why yeah. you know that was the other side of this whole mm-hmm. thing. Like if they if they got this done, they can be like, hey, yeah, look what we did with UPS. So yeah. you know what? Um. What we'll else? see if Bezos, you know, hires a private army like Ford did. I hope he him. does. <laughs> um, definitely don't need Amazon uh, unionizing. That would be terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I you know I don't want the unionization to occur from the start. That's all, yeah. that's all I want. Um, Bud Light distributors now finally admitting. That the brand will never recover, uh, and they don't anticipate sales to recover. Did you see that the delivery drivers are getting heckled? Yeah, by yep. people. Uh, <laughs> That's how you know. It's well, you like, know now. It's over. You know now in grocery stores, it's basically like a dollar ninety nine for free. a twenty four pack because they're just trying to get rid of the stock because nobody yeah. wants to buy it. How long does beer last? Uh, from usually check, like manufacturing, I think they stamped them to be ninety days. Ninety days. Yeah, Ooh. you got to move it through. It's a refrigerated That's product. True, you know? That's true. Um. I think there's some that last longer, but like in general, I believe that that's what it is. But yeah. it could be. Oh, too bad. Yeah. Now again, expirations on beer is kind of like expirations on soda. I mean, it's kind of like a suggestion. But I drank soda a year. Yeah. Well, we, <laughs> we all have. know we all know that you love to gamble with expiration that's dates, Mister. Yeah. I've had food poisoning twice in the last. No, six no, 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 no. I had food poisoning once. The second time, that was more of a gastrointestinal issue. Yeah, you know what that reminds me of? That reminds me of when SpaceX was like, yeah, yeah the rocket explosion was a rapid, unintended disassembly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it wasn't murder; it was just intentional yeah. homicide. Yeah. Oh, another thing that while we were gone, apparently I didn't know. Yeah. Joe Biden said he quote ended cancer as we know it. Can you believe it? No. Yeah. Thank oh. God. Thank God. Is that after he got slathered with uh, oil on the mm-hmm. uh, windshield wipers? Yeah. Oh Um, let's see, a little twenty twenty four stuff. Uh DeSantis, you know, he's he's kind of out on the vine there. He's attempting to reset and gain some momentum, but I think it's fair to say that as of now, Trump is in the driver's seat firmly. Um I don't really see that changing as of now, but the debate, first debate's in three weeks, so that's going to be exciting. I think that's, um, uh, everything hinges on that. We shall see. I mean, Trump, as of now, is probably not attending. Now, he might attend still. Yeah. He's, you know, to be determined. Um, if Trump attends and goes at it with DeSantis, DeSantis has to come out the winner in that. Yeah. Or at least really draw. Or least, really draw. Yeah, yeah, yeah draw. exactly. Yep. Um, Which is going to be tough. So we'll see. We'll see. There, I think there was a lot being made of DeSantis's, uh spending of money, um, which DeSantis still has a ton of money on the PAC yeah. side. They're still raising a, at a very good clip. Meanwhile, um, Trump's PAC is, is almost broke because of all the legal bills. Well, yeah. They spent so far this year $40 million in legal yeah. fees. Yeah. Um, so, you know. Uh, it's shaping up that it's going to be a $300 million plus defense oh, for gosh. Trump against all of these indictments. So is that what he's going to use the money for that Republicans are donating to try to win against Joe Biden? Um, that's, you know, in my opinion, that's not, that's not what it should be used for. Resources, yeah. um, I mean, I get that he has to defend himself, but – you know, Sell some buildings. <laughs> well, that that or raise the money under the specific uh, 
drive that this yeah. is the legal defense yeah. fund. Don't yeah. don't raise don't money say it's for that elections. you're saying it's yeah. for the election and then use it for that. Yeah. So that's my problem with it. Now, DeSantis has his own spending things. He's spending a little bit lavishly. I get it. Um, he went to he he expanded too big. They're like, too oh, fast. well, he's spending on private jets. I'm like. Yeah, they're gonna take a charter plane. Yeah, like yeah, that's fine. Trump has his own private jet. Yeah. Like if Trump didn't have his own private jet, they'd be chartering private jets too. So, you know, let's let's just take it easy here a little bit. Um, the the problem that I have, you know, like you said, the legal fees, um, they they don't have a team. The Trumps the Trump campaign does not have a good team. Um, there's a significant worry I have for the general election. The electoral path is so narrow. I mean, we're going to talk more about that in the coming weeks. With We're going to dive into some polling. We're going to talk more about the town hall poll, which continues to be interesting, showing DeSantis outperforming for sure over what these other 500 sample polls say. We have over 40,000 votes in ours. Um, you know, Trump's Trump's path is very difficult and riddled with landmines of legal issues. Um, so we're going to talk more about that. Uh, Biden not running. Maybe, maybe not. Like I said, though, one thing that has been happening. Yeah. The libs are turning hard on him. You've seen it. <laughs> yeah. You've seen it happening. Yeah. They even pressured him to recognize Hunter's bastard child. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like the New York Times made yeah. him admit that on a yeah. Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, so that, that, that's a little bit concerning. Uh, Oh, and did you hear? Oh, no. COVID is back. That's what they say. MSNBC said, COVID's back and you all should start wearing masks. Yeah, not going to happen. They're I'm tra- done. What they're doing is they're just trying to lay the groundwork for the 2024 steal. Yeah. We all know it. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll talk about Trump's 2025 plan that could deliver a lethal blow to the deep state. And I saved the two best stories for last. You've heard about this Chinese biolab, right? Yeah. <laughs> the secret unlicensed Chinese biolab, and I'm not talking about Wuhan, raided in California. The CDC finding infectious viral agents such as malaria, rubella, HIV, chlamydia, E. coli, pneumonia, hepatitis, herpes. They were growing all this shit. That's why I got sick last time. The, yeah. <laughs> the lab also had 900 genetically engineered mice living in inhumane testing conditions with another 175 found dead. Gross. Most of the boxes and materials came from China. The China. company that owned this warehouse had main offices in China. Uh, so this is a secret unlicensed Chinese biolab operating on American soil. Who knows what they were working on? Could be biological warfare. Could be a lot of things. But this is very concerning. Well, they're obviously making the AIDS in there. <laughs> yeah. Trying to get us all infected <laughs> with the AIDS. Uh, here's the key detail that many reports on this in the mainstream media left out. It was only miles from a key Air Force base that, interestingly enough, has a ton of our planes and is a key part of our Western defense forces. Oh. Yeah, yeah, strategic. Totally yep. coincidental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check that story out at townhall.com if you have oh, not already. God. It's it's wild. It's wild. Last but not least, because I knew this one would really interest you, mm. Obama's personal chef drowns 
paddleboarding, quote, yeah. <laughs> near the former president's Martha Vineyard home. Yeah, it's Very. not the first time a personal chef has been uh, has has died under mysterious mm-hmm. circumstances. I'm pretty sure we know why. I'm pretty sure that this yeah. chef figured out, figured out that Michelle Michael is not Michelle. Yeah, yeah no, it's just, Michael. <laughs> maybe, uh, but either way, there's some very interesting circumstances yeah. here. Okay, the initial nine one one report uh, did Say, not I list. I saw Michelle's dick. Nothing <laughs> killed me. It didn't list a caller. Oh, so it was Obama. Well, <laughs> then apparently it didn't list who found this paddleboard. Oh my god! And Obama likes to paddleboard. Yeah. Uh, then <laughs> the it ta- gets even more weird. <laughs> the talented Mister Ripley. <laughs> yeah, it gets even more weird because uh, the has blunt force trauma on his head. It's not like he just drowned. Yeah. Right. Nobody knows why or All where. Right. So it's a uh, homicide. Then it was reported that the location was outside of the compound, but it was actually right. On the property line. So clearly, you know, if it's his personal chef, clearly they're having to do with the Obama. Yeah. Then Obama himself is spotted while golfing with injuries, a black eye and uh, taped fingers. Lovers quarrel, maybe? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I mean, who knows? Not gonna, We'll leave it to your imagination. Yeah. But there's some very... Very suspect details yeah. having to do with this entire case. Yeah. Of course, we will have it fully covered for you. We're going to gather some more details, uh, and we're going to do a little bit of a, a deep dive investigation on this. We all know that Michelle, questionable. Michelle. Does that have Michelle. something to do with yeah, this? Yeah, it does. <laughs> Let me put my Alex Jones tinfoil hat on. <laughs> um, so, all right, that's it for today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we we I had to get it in there. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um. So of course, sure. Michelle says that a lot. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> if you if you enjoy triggered and wanted uncensored and get to get more comments just like that one there, become a town hall VIP member at townhallvip.com. Use the promo code Save America for fifty percent off your membership to get into this exclusive club of patriots. You'll get a ton of shit. You'll not only get Triggered Uncensored, but you will get a ton of shit. All of our VIP members only amazing content. Matt's VIP columns and tip sheets. Kurt's VIP columns, his videos, his podcasts, Katie's columns. I mean, the list goes on and on. So help us fight back against these people destroying our country. That's townhallvip.com. Use the promo code SAVEAMERICA for 50% off. Thank you to all of you who are VIP members. Thank you to all of you who listened and who emailed us saying you were anxious for us to get back from vacation. We appreciate it. Um, of course, if you'd like to reach out, email us triggered at townhall.com. And a reminder that we will have one episode per week for you through the month of August while Mr. Producer is on vacation. Uh, and by vacation, I mean he just had – his wife had a child. Yeah. So it's the opposite of vacation. Um Congratulations to him on, yes. the birth, on the birth of his daughter. Mazel tov, you two. Good things. Um, you know, hopefully uh, not too much shit flying at him, uh, <laughs> literally. Uh, so we will have one episode a week for you during the month of August, except for debate week where we will have our normal Tuesday and Thursday two episodes. Um, and so if you want to email us, triggered at townhall.com, and we will be back here next Wednesday for another episode of Triggered. See you then.